It's an enduring hallmark of the holiday that sees two great American traits collide, excess and sentiment. Once a year, on the fourth Thursday in November, we gather to give thanks and chow down. Hey guys, Fritz here with a short Thanksgiving episode interlude. That's right, it's Thanksgiving in America. And I just returned to New York City from Europe, so I'm in the middle of Thanksgiving through this long weekend of hanging out with friends and family. Offices are closed and shops will be very much open uh, on Friday. That's tomorrow for lots of shopping. It's my second Thanksgiving in America. Back in 2001, I was here too. Very good memories. It's a very nice holiday. Everything sort of slows down. People flock to their homes and their loved ones to be with each other. It's kind of like a pre-Christmas feeling. Thanksgiving is a wonderful day because it's not too political. It's not tied to any one religion. It's not too expensive. It's the perfect excuse for a great meal with your family and friends to enjoy some football and to step away from the chaos of everyday life. Thanksgiving is a very American holiday. And what I mean with that is simply it does not exist like this anywhere else in the world. Sure, there are harvest festivals elsewhere too, but Thanksgiving is more than just a harvest festival. Thanksgiving is, is a day of thanks, so also a day of leaving the hustle and bustle of the stressful everyday routine. It's supposed to be a day of reflection, and of course a day of lots of food and drink and watching American football. But it's also a national holiday, a day of commemorating the first day of Thanksgiving that was supposedly held by the first settlers that came from Europe. A day of remembering the founding of America, or at least the founding of the America by European settlers. And that brings me to the topic of this Thanksgiving interlude. I came across something when I was researching Thanksgiving and its origins, its myths and legends and its stories, something that sparked my curiosity and that I wanted to know more about. And that is the reality that Thanksgiving is in fact not a happy, joyful and worryless holiday for every American. Part of the Thanksgiving story is of course that the European settlers who are today referred to as the pilgrims had a plentiful feast together with neighboring Native Americans who joined them in their celebration. The settlers had just survived a very difficult first period in the newly founded colony of Plymouth. They had arrived at the beginning of the winter, bad timing, and many of them had not survived in the first couple of months that they were there. But with the help of the neighboring Wampanoag tribe, they had learned to plant native crops like corn. And to celebrate the first successful harvest, they had a feast. And they invited their Native American friends to that. That's what American primary school kids learn and reenact every year. From the research I have done, it seems that on this day in 1621, the settlers indeed had a harvest and Thanksgiving festival and also that Native Americans were present that day. Some historians say that instead of having been on the guest list and invited, they just showed up and then joined the party. Whatever the case may be, during my research I found out that what later became the national holiday of Thanksgiving is now also a national day of mourning for some in America. Which I think is why Native people instituted a day of mourning at Thanksgiving. Because had the Plymouth colonists not survived, later colonization might not have happened without those coastal settlements that created a toehold and dug in. And once they were there, it was impossible to extricate them. This troubled me. 
How can such a joyful and happy holiday for so many Americans at the same time be a day of national mourning for other Americans? This article that I read in the Huffington Post by Sam Levine from 2015 helped me understand that a little bit better. And I will read from the article right now. I quote, Why Thanksgiving is a national day of mourning for some Americans. When Cedric Cromwell sits down with his family for a meal on Thanksgiving each year, the day holds a unique kind of significance. Cromwell is the chairman and president of the tribal council of the Mashpee Wampanoag, the same Native American tribe that first made contact with the pilgrims who arrived in Massachusetts in 1620. While the Wampanoag welcomed the pilgrims and helped them ensure a successful first harvest, they were nearly wiped out by warfare and disease that arrived with the settlers. For Cromwell, Thanksgiving is an opportunity to give thanks, but also to highlight the way that his people suffered at the hands of the settlers. Quote, We are Americans as well, and so even today I sit down at Thanksgiving with family, he said. I do have that Thanksgiving meal on that day with family, but it gives me an opportunity to speak to the kids and the family about the truth of the day and why that day is important to give thanks, unquote. Cromwell's perspective illustrates the dual meaning that Thanksgiving holds for some Native Americans. The day is both a chance to ceremoniously express gratitude, a practice that existed in Native American culture before the pilgrims arrived, and an opportunity to highlight the challenges the community faces today. Just as some are pushing to recognize Indigenous Peoples Day on Columbus Day, there is an effort to use the Thanksgiving holiday to bring an accurate representation of Native American history into mainstream American culture. Cromwell said that it was important to give thanks and highlight the brutal history Native Americans have faced. Quote, some would say, why be so dark about it? Well, it's real, it's truthful, it was a holocaust, and that holocaust must be shared and communicated so that we ensure that mankind doesn't do that to each other again, Cromwell said. We know this world is made up of travesty and tragedy. We also know that this world is made of a lot of goodness and hope and honesty and integrity, unquote. On Thanksgiving, between 700 and 1,200 people will gather in Plymouth, Massachusetts for a national day of mourning, to educate people about the vicious history of the treatment of Native Americans and the issues affecting them today. The event has happened since the early 1970s, when Frank James, a Wampanoag leader, was barred from giving a speech that portrayed Europeans unfavorably at an event celebrating the 350th anniversary of the Pilgrims' arrival. Quote, There's nothing wrong with having a meal with friends and family, and I would say especially for many of us where our families have survived genocide, it's so important for us to be able to sit down with each other and be grateful that we have food and to enjoy spending time with each other, said Mathewin Munro, a co-leader of United American Indians of New England, the group that organizes the event, who has attended every year since the 1980s. Quote, the real underlying issue of the mythology there is a view that we are this big melting pot country, or there's a view that the natives and the pilgrims lived happily ever after and the native people just evaporated into the woods or something to make way for the pilgrims and all the other aspects of the European invasion, she continued. All around the country, schools continue to dress up their children in little pilgrim and Indian costumes and the Indians welcome the pilgrims and they all sit down together and everybody says, isn't that cute, that's so nice. That's not at all what happened, unquote. 
Monroe said that her group encourages both Native Americans as well as non-Native Americans to attend the National Day of Mourning, where she expects speakers to touch on what happened to Native people, but also focus on contemporary issues like high dropout and suicide rates among Native American youth. The suicide rate among Native Americans between ages 15 and 24 is 2.5 times the national rate, and the graduation rate among American Indians and Alaska Natives is the lowest for any racial or ethnic group, according to a 2014 White House report. Monroe added that she expects speakers to discuss efforts to get sports teams to change offensive mascots and names, express solidarity with the Black Lives Matter movement, and highlight the disproportionate number of Native Americans who are killed by police. After the demonstration concludes, some who attend will leave to go and have a Thanksgiving meal with their families, while others will stay for a feast and social planned by event organizers, Monroe said. Ramona Peters, a tribal historic preservation officer for the Mashpee Wampanoag, said that highlighting the horrific treatment of Native Americans won't stop her tribe from having a celebration to give thanks, something it did long before the pilgrims arrived and does multiple times each year, not just on that day recognized at Thanksgiving. The celebration started on the weekend before the holiday, with some Wampanoag going to church dressed in regalia to pray and then to a traditional fire where members of the tribe can gather to give thanks for the season, an event that can last multiple days. While Peter said that she's angry at the way that Native Americans were treated, she's proud that the United States has a holiday to give thanks. Quote, as far as actually extending friendliness, I don't want to be embarrassed or ashamed of that as a Wampanoag person, she said. It's part of our culture, and we had been that way long before they arrived, and we still are. Unquote. And that's the end of the article. I think it's important that we know and remember all sides of the story, especially when it comes to such crucial pillars of how history is written. It really seems like most of the time there is so much more to it in history. And Thanksgiving is one of those examples. I think many Americans are well aware that Thanksgiving and all it is about and based on consists of many myths and legends that have been cultivated and developed over the centuries. And so it has become the national holiday and founding of a nation myth that it is today. For example, the fact that Thanksgiving was not actually a national holiday until President Lincoln made it one in 1863. Until the mid-19th century, the date of Thanksgiving varied and was largely just a regional tradition observed in New England. Abraham Lincoln issued a proclamation establishing Thanksgiving as a national and annual day of gratitude. I do therefore invite my fellow citizens in every part of the United States, and also those who are at sea and those who are sojourning in foreign lands, to set apart and observe the last Thursday of November next as a day of thanksgiving and praise. So, 1863, that is more than 200 years after the so-called first Thanksgiving celebrated by the settlers in Plymouth, Massachusetts. And during that time, during the Civil War, when Lincoln declared it a national holiday, it clearly served a political and a unifying role. And also this, the fourth Thursday of November remained the annual day of Thanksgiving from 1863 until 1939. Then, at the tail end of the Depression, President Franklin D. Roosevelt, hoping to boost the economy by providing shoppers and merchants a few extra days to conduct business between the Thanksgiving and Christmas holidays, he moved Thanksgiving to November's third Thursday. 
1941, however, Roosevelt bowed to Congress's insistence that the fourth Thursday of November be reset permanently as a national holiday of Thanksgiving. And that was probably also the beginning of attaching a very commercial side to Thanksgiving too. The Friday following the Thanksgiving Thursday quickly became one of the biggest shopping events in the world. It's called Black Friday, very much a celebration of commercialism right after a day of gratitude. I'm not so sure that that was such a noble idea, Mr. President Roosevelt, but that's what it is today, and that's how many Americans love it. And this is how holidays evolve and develop, and that's very much okay. I don't want to be a party pooper at all. I, for my part, am very much looking forward to today. I'll meet up with some friends here in New York and we will cook for hours, hang out, drink, laugh, play games, eat, and be grateful for the fact that we can do all that, that we are free and live in peace when elsewhere in the world war and misery are everyday occurrences. At the same time, let's also remember that there are more sides to the story, and that's really all I'm saying. And what I'm also saying is, is that you know how I like to finish my episodes on a positive note. So here is a little nugget for you guys to have a laugh. Uh, leave you with that and I speak to you next time when America on the Fritz is back with an episode. Take care until then, listeners. Bye. Welcome to the White House. Very special place. On behalf of Melania, Barron, and the entire Trump family, I want to wish you and all Americans a very happy and blessed Thanksgiving. And I hear that beautiful turkey. We are here today to continue a wonderful American tradition. Today, in the spirit of Thanksgiving, I will grant a presidential pardon to a turkey. <laughs>